Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Without further ado, it's time to introduce you to our Odyssey NFL insider. Joining us on the Roman guest line is Brian Baldinger. You can also hear Brian with Jason Lock and Foro on Baldy's breakdowns with new episodes out every single week. Just search Baldy on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Baldy, thanks for joining the show. How are you doing this Monday, sir? I'm doing good. I'm uh, right where I'm supposed to be, right here in the film room, kind of still checking out all the games from yesterday and trying to see what I can glean and take away. Well, since you're gleaning and taking things away, what did you think about this game between the Giants and the Eagles? It wasn't the most exciting game, um, but it came down to – Last play, last ditch effort from Jalen Hurts to get that to Jalen Rager, who I believe, well, he did drop it at the goal line. Maybe another person open on that on that play. What did you see for both sides? The Giants defense really came out to ball in that one. And the Giants this week, they're a three-point dog still to Miami, who's been on a little bit of a heater. Well, I mean, Miami's playing really good football. I mean, Jalen Phillips was awesome. The defense has been lights out good since they beat the Ravens. So they're on a three-game win streak. Tua missed four passes the whole day. They got their hands full. But, you know, the Giants made all the plays. I mean, you can talk about that last play. I mean, it's a scramble play. It's a scramble drill. Mm-hmm. It's too deep, man under. Uh, they got a young corner, Aaron Robinson, who's pressed into play because all kinds of injuries to Darnay Holmes and Logan Ryan and a whole bunch of guys. So he's out there playing as a rookie. And he's just kind of scrambling on the scramble drill. I mean, Jalen Hurts is trying to buy some time. It's fourth and ten. Um, you know, you're under a minute to go. It's all or nothing. And so he threw it to Rager and put it right in the spot. Rager dropped it. But, you know, the Eagles dropped a lot of passes in the game. So it wasn't the only one. Valdi, you talked about the Dolphins playing really well. uh, Mm -hmm. And you're right. Like, that was my number one question uh, for you when I was watching games yesterday. It's just really, like, Miami has really turned things around, not only offensively, but more importantly, defensively, holding opponents in these last four weeks to 11.5 points per game. Uh, what in your mind schematically or from a football perspective are you seeing that they've done to turn their around their season? Why are they playing so well now? Well, they're getting, you know, a lot of these young kids are growing up. You know, Javon Holland was, uh, I don't know, second or third round pick. Um, he, he's, he's a really good football player. He's playing full time now and he's, he's making contributions. Jalen Phillips, um, you know, had a huge day yesterday, but he's got eight quarterback hits about four sacks. I mean, he's getting after it from a pass rush standpoint. They're just playing a lot better, and the young kids are really stepping up right now. I mean, Jerome Baker's always been a good player, and so has Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, but they're really getting contributions from these young guys. And it really started against the Ravens on that Thursday night game when they said, okay, we're going to make Lamar Jackson beat us. We're going we're, we're gonna to show blitz zero, meaning we're not going to play with safeties. We're going to play man-to-man. We're going to get a free hitter at the quarterback and make him beat us. And he couldn't beat him that night. And they've, they've gone to that approach a bunch, especially on third downs, and they're really good at it. And they challenge the quarterback and they challenge the receivers. And to me, that's been the whole key to this turnaround right now. Baldy, me and Quentin were talking about this game with the Giants, and I really like Miami minus three. Uh, I don't think that uh, Daniel Jones is going to be able to to get it done in Miami. Uh, Quentin, though, 
said right now that Daniel Jones is the better quarterback than Tua Tugavailoa. And I said, you know, that's something I would love to ask Baldy. I would love to get your thoughts on that. Baldy, Baldy. I said they both stink. But and if I had to take one, I would take, Dale, I would take Daniel Jones. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, I disagree about Tua. Uh, you know, he, his offensive line is probably about as bad as the Giants offensive line. So they're going to be under duress. They're going to get hit. you got to make quick decisions. There's not a whole lot of time to really go through your progressions. Um, I thought Tua played awesome yesterday and he got the ball to, you know, this Jalen Waddle just keeps getting better and better and he's building a timing with them. Um, I, you know, he just didn't miss much yesterday at all. His, his mechanics are, is is what's impressive. I mean, he just, his, his foot, it was always been like this since Alabama, but his footwork is very good and he gets his feet set to make these throws. He throws a lot of RPOs. Uh, It's part of their offense. Um, he's good at it, so it's in there. They're not the most difficult things to defend anymore in this league. But I'd, I'd give the the nod right now to to Tua. But I'd like to see Daniel Jones just, you know, play with all of his guys just yeah. for more than one game. I mean, no Cardarius Tony. The tight ends were all out yesterday. You know, Rudolph, and you know, so I just think. Like, it's hard to – he's just a hard guy to evaluate. He just doesn't get a lot of help. I mean, he's, he's throwing to Chris Myrick <laughs> yesterday. Go look up and find out who Chris Myrick is for his only touchdown. My computer won't let me. It it, it, it really <laughs> just doesn't have the IP to do that. But uh, one thing I, I have to ask you, Baldy, speaking of just maybe questionable teams or players, what is going on with the Rams? Now, I, I thought that, you know, the Packers came out there last night and they played a, a really good game. But this Rams team, since they put out the tweet that they are all in on the season after the Von Miller trade and even the Odell Beckham trade, they cannot seem to put together a full game of football. Matt Stafford with the back, he's never healthy. Like, wh- what's going on with that team? And should we have real concerns about them moving forward? Because the talent is there on paper, but on the field in terms of performance, no disrespect to the Green Bay Packers defense, but any defense, they've, they're having troubles with them. And their defense is not stepping up either. Well, you know, they're a star-built team, and when their stars really shine, they usually win. Now, they haven't. I mean, Matt Stafford has not been good. I mean, another pick six yesterday. Uh, you know, uh, when you look at Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald, I mean, he didn't change the game yesterday, and neither did Jalen Ramsey. Uh, he had a chance. I mean, they ran a read option right at Jalen Ramsey with that guy with a, you know, with a fractured pinky toe, and he ran right by him. I mean, that, that shouldn't happen to Jalen uh, for the opening touchdown of the game. I thought the Packers stars, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams, uh, when you look at uh, the play of Rashawn Gary, you know, th- those, those guys, for them, they, they played better um, than, the, than the Rams stars. And you can't say enough about Aaron Rodgers yesterday. I mean, he, he played a, a, just a beautiful game of football. And, you know, he's playing with a – a left tackle, Yash Nyman, and he started four games in his life. He's, you know, he's replacing all these guys that they've had out there, Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins, and he's holding his own out there uh, against Von Miller on some big plays. They got the ball down the field to their stars um, throughout the game yesterday. They picked their places. They had a really good game plan. They do a lot of stuff. They do a lot of stuff on offense. And they were better than the Rams yesterday. Look, the Rams haven't won a game in over a month. Yeah. So I don't care what your – I don't care who's your coach. I don't care how many stars are on your team. If you haven't won a game in a month, you're miserable, and the sky is falling, and, and it's not an overreaction. That's just the reality. Baldy, I'm I'm hearing what you said, and now I'm looking at 
the numbers because this is a betting show. Aaron Rodgers plus 750 to win MVP. He has the third best odds behind Josh Allen and Tom Brady, who's the favorite. And also I'm looking at the Packers again. They have the second best odds to win it all. Plus 700 behind the Buccaneers. Whatever really wowed anybody except for that last game against the, the Colts. It was a really good game on both sides. This Packers team, is it time for me to buy into them as a Super Bowl, a true Super Bowl contender? They've gotten through all these injuries. And also, should I go ahead and get this Aaron Rodgers at plus 750 for MVP? Because that MVP race, nobody has really stood out to me other than pretty much A-Rod through everything. Well, I mean, this Packers team now, you know, they've won 35 games over the last three years so yeah. far. Nobody's won more than them. They're 9-3 and three right now. You know, they just beat, you know, they just beat the Rams. They they whipped Seattle. Uh, they went to Arizona, beat Arizona. I mean, like look Cincinnati. You know, I mean all these teams that are good teams. They've beaten them all. The Forty Niners. Yep. Uh, they keep finding a way. And and you know you look at the offensive line. It's the most inexperienced offensive line in football. You never know it though. Um, they just keep overcoming anything. And they've lost a lot of good players on defense. Um, they just keep coming up with different ways to make it happen. Uh, and so. I think you have to believe them. They're very well coached. And good luck trying to prepare for that team in a week. I don't care what week it is. I mean, yesterday, I mean, they're throwing um, – they're putting Randall Conny, uh, Cobb in the backfield and yeah. they're throwing Texas routes to him it's out of the backfield. Good. And yeah. The Rams look confused by the whole thing. I mean, every week there's a new wrinkle, and they just keep expanding the offense. Baldy, you mentioned Cincinnati and how good they are and how yeah. how good of a team they've come along. You know, yesterday yeah. was it was intriguing to me because you could tell Cincinnati wanted to clown Pittsburgh. Like they were going uh, to put Don't they always they, Yeah, they were going to put their foot yeah. on the necks no matter what and try yeah. to run up the score. You saw that even right before uh the end of the first half when Joe Burrow was driving and then you know he, he they were not going to take a knee. Um it looks like the Pittsburgh Steelers are sort of giving up. I saw that sort of trending around. Uh, was was yesterday a swan song for for Pittsburgh? And you know, what do you think happens next? Obviously, Big Ben's got to go. Well, I mean, they got they got to get the quarterback you know position you know fixed and figured out going forward. I don't believe that the starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers on the roster right now. No, um, Pitts, I mean Cincinnati's a really good football team. Yeah. I've, I've been high on them since I. I did some of their games in preseason this year, and I was around that team. One thing you notice when you watch them play, like just watch like one of those big runs from Joe Mixon yesterday. I mean, everybody cheers for everybody on that team. Jamar Chase gets excited, you know, blocking for him. You watch the defense. They're jumping off the bench, running down the field, chasing after Joe Mixon. I mean, the team is a team, and it's been like that all year. They, they brought in Trey Hendrickson from the Saints. The guy's got 24 sacks in the last 26 games now. Um, you know, they brought in Mike Hilton from the Steelers. He scored a touchdown yesterday. Uh, they, the guys they brought in, Cheeto Awutsia, the guys they brought in have really filled in, you know, fit into the fabric of that team. And they took the Steelers apart. Like, I don't think the Steelers are quitting. But, you know, when the game gets away like that, I mean, the same thing happened when Cincinnati went to Baltimore. They put up 41 points on them. I mean, it looked like that to Baltimore, too, like, it's a week-to-week league. They'll, they'll stop out of this. You can't turn the ball over against the Cincinnati Bengals and give them pick sixes and expect to win the game, though. All right, Baldy, thank you so much Man, for joining us so on the fun. show. It's always fun to have Baldy on. Baldy, I heard you're in uh, Houston. Houston in Indianapolis this Sunday. Is that correct? Yes, I am. I'm just watching the Colts just lose that game yesterday, and then 
I, I just they got to be sick because they had total control of that yeah, game until those turnovers in the third quarter. They sure did. Just, but Carson's playing good football. Yeah, he looks He's playing good. Playing good football, man. And like they they got a chance to really be something special this year, I believe. Absolutely, Coach. I'm with you. I agree, Th- Coach. Thank you so much, Baldy. He is the coach. Okay, guys. Coach, yep. that's coach Brian Baldinger. Thank you. That's our RC NFL insider, Baldy, on the Roman guest line. God, he's so Get a good. free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.